0: Timing. It's one of those things that is absolutely essential in communication, both on the ground and in the saddle with your horse. But timing can be looked at from a big picture and a more intricate, detail orientated view. That's what we're going to be chatting about this week. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you. Take action on becoming a better rider, and of course, that's what we all want. We all want to be better. We want to have better communication. We want to be able to have better experiences, more fun for not only ourselves but also for our horse as well. And that is the aim of this podcast. Every single week, we take something different to do with horse riding. We break it down into smaller pieces that you can first of all understand and just get all things straightened out in your head, and then you can. take that and you can go and work with it with your horse in a way that you actually feel competent and confident enough to explain it to your horse so you can both get some wins underneath your belt and isn't that what it is all about. Now before we go any further um, we're all about timing and of course one of the the biggest things where timing can go a little wrong is the half halt and I want to invite you to pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt. Because I have created a brand spanking new freebie for you to download and listen to that will instantly improve your half hold. Why? Well, because you're going to understand things better. So pop over there stridesforsuccess.com forward slash hold and you can pick it up there. It's absolutely 100% free. Okay, so back to what we want to talk about today. And of course, we're talking about timing. Now, the reason I brought this up is because it's December. If we're listening to this on time right now, it's 2017. December and of course right now your inbox is probably filled with all the different emails about goal setting and wrapping up 2017 getting in and kind of making it strong into 2018 and all that so timing is really really important when we think about that but if we're looking at a big picture timing for our horse riding and for not only I suppose getting on the horse but also making strides making progress in what we're doing with our horse the best way to do it is to start with a 90 day goal okay um i think if we look further than that out particularly with horses (laughs) um, ah, it tends to get very hazy and it's very very difficult to really knuckle in on that so you start out with your bigger picture 90 day goal now obviously you have some sort of a picture in your head of what you want things to look like this time next year we all do okay you kind of and and the thing is people often think by next year I am going to be doing xyz that would really take about five years to do so uh, you have to be fairly realistic with that but I think really knuckling it down to 90 days and being able to work backward from that is really, really important when it comes to timing and when it comes to you and your horse. So if you have not already, and we're going to be kind of really diving into this next week on the podcast, but if you have not already, I do suggest that you sit down you start thinking about last year, think about the coming year and think about in detail those 90 days. Okay, so let's take timing and kind of chunk it down a little bit more. Each ride, okay? Timing is really important when you think about the ride itself. And what I mean here is the time of day the how long you're taking warming up, how long you're taking actually schooling your horse, how long you're taking to cool down, the timing of the rhythm. Let's say if we look at the rhythm aspect in getting the horse ready and then riding the horse and then um, putting the horse away afterwards and getting everything tidied up again, um, that is so, so important. And it's something that we often kind of don't really factor in and we end up feeling rushed and frazzled and just not great about riding okay so knowing how much time you have for each ride and then allocating that like really chunking it out allocating okay i'm going to do 10 minutes here five minutes here and of course being flexible then to allow it that you know as the the kind of ride progresses and as things progress that you may indeed have to change it now you can also look at timing From the point of view of the time of day you're riding in. And I know over Christmas things might change a little, but just pay attention to how maybe there is a change that will happen, but it actually suits you and your horse better and what I mean by that is you find that your horse is more responsive he listens better perhaps it's quieter I don't know what it is but just notice the time of day you're riding but also how you are spending or how you are allocating the time you have to ride and that you're, you actually are noticing okay I have x amount of time I really want to get this covered and what can I do to really make that happen in the time, okay? Now, the exercises you're going to ride inside of that, if we chunk it down further, so obviously giving time for your warm-up, giving time for the actual schooling or the ride itself and then giving time for the cooling off, okay? If we take the exercises themselves and what we want to do, many people think that they must just ride through it a couple of times and then it's done. But I want you to think about if you were to allocate a certain amount of time that was really, really really focused on working through those exercises and perhaps you put a couple of minutes in between okay so maybe you you had maybe 20 minutes and you said okay what I'm going to do here is I'm going to do six minutes six minutes six minutes and I'm going to put a minute in between the two as well okay now we're getting really specific and technical on this but giving yourself and your horse a focus six minutes and then a minute just to kind of relax and wind it's very hard to concentrate and for a long period and you and your horse might struggle with that so give yourselves kind of a bit of time that you can break it back down and then go back into it and the reason this works well is because otherwise we tend to go on and on and on and on and on and we actually never really improve we never really kind of have that end point where we think okay you know what I really have to focus on this I really have to work on this in this amount of time um, I have to kind of concentrate, knuckle down, and then noticing, first of all, what you want to work out, what you, what the end, when you get to the end point, or the end amount of time, what you want to have actually made happen, okay? That's the big thing. Noticing that, noting, and then um, actually planning out in your head how you're going to get to that is really, really important with every single right. Now, if we chunk our timing down even more, of course, there is the timing of the specific aids, And when you, when I suppose, and how you are communicating with your horse. It's so important. And as riders, that is where the refinement comes in. That is where we should be working every single day. That is where the focused, concentrated effort must come in. It is the timing of those aids. So what I would suggest you do there is start learning what is moving when underneath you in a way that you don't have to be leaning over to find out. I was out in the arena recently and we were doing, we were basically doing a very simple exercise, um, but it involved a little bit of canter. And one of my riders kept leaning over to look which lead the horse was on. First of all, you don't have to lean over to have a look at the lead, okay? If you can't feel it, which you should be able to, but if you can't feel it, glance down. Think about keeping your head up and glancing with your eyes that's all you have to do okay it's a split second a little glance and then bring your eyes back up but don't allow your your head to tilt or tip and um, just on that kind of a whole having a look at the lead, at the lead leg there in the canter but if you can start to kind of figure out what's moving when underneath you that is then the foundation for knowing when timing wise to ask for different aids because otherwise you're kind of it's a little bit hit and miss you have to know whether Am I asking for the aid when the horse can actually respond to the aid? Or am I asking for the aid and the horse is actually physically in a position where he can't do a whole lot and then I get upset because he's not being responsive, okay? So it's just kind of ask yourself those questions and then start working on it today in your riding. Noting when is moving, how is it moving, and where would be the best point for me to jump in to influence that movement in order to get the desired result that I am after okay now we are going very deep on this this month inside of Daily Strides Premium and so if you would like to join us over there you're more than welcome as well but a way you can do it is first of all noticing as I said what's moving when but then starting to notice that when you apply an aid what is the result of that aid being repli- uh, being applied so is your horse maybe taking a shorter step is he taking a longer step is he a little bit just steadying things rebalancing things is he pulling against you is he getting faster is he getting long is he getting short what's happening now you know obviously you have the what you want to happen and then sometimes that what actually happens okay but noticing when you're applying it, and the, the, the kind of direct response you're getting from that is going to be key to you eventually being able to take it back and starting to apply your aids at the exact right time in order to get the exact results you're looking for. So if we took it a step further and we said, What is the right time? Well, it depends on what you're looking for, but knowing what the back end is doing now I mentioned the front end earlier the back end is really what you need to know okay and sometimes you can and remember this if you can't really feel what's going on in the back end you can know what's going on in the back end by simply knowing what the front end is doing at any given time you know your horse is not doing the highland fling behind he's not doing one thing behind and doing the other thing in front and generally speaking whatever's happening in front it means there's a kind of has a direct impact on what's going on behind or vice versa but If you can really begin to feel that that is when you can ask so for example if we wanted our horse to shorten a little we would do so where he can actually as he's lifting his leg take a so he can put it down kind of quicker or sooner in order to take a shorter step makes sense same principle applies if we want him to lengthen slightly we'd want to do it when he's kind of beginning to lift his leg there that he can take a slightly longer step there you go you see so really important that you can start to see this timing and taking it from the big picture the 90 day back down to what i'm doing today back down to breaking today's ride up into smaller pieces and then finally noticing what each of those hind feet are doing while you're in the saddle and then being able to influence your horse the way you want to influence him by using your aids at the correct time in the ride There we go. It was a big concept eh, that we covered today, but I think it's a really important one. It's one that we kind of forget. We forget how important the timing is in all elements to do with our horses. And and also bearing in mind that there's always going to be seasons. You're going to have seasons where things are kind of really, momentum is picking up and you're really moving forward. And then you'll have seasons where you'll kind of slack off a little bit. And that's also important to remember. And particularly going into this particular season we're going into now. Once again, if you want to join us over at the Half Halt, you can do so over at Strides for success.com forward slash halt and it's basically just pop your email address in there and i'll send it straight to you you can be listening to it within the next five minutes okay have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye